0: Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve White. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week with your business. This week I want to talk to you about how to take time off without losing clients or losing prospects or losing Project opportunities. And this is really important for freelancers like us because we don't have quote unquote real jobs. If you had a real job where you went to work at a corporation every day and you had to take a vacation or a sick leave or time off for a family matter or whatever the case may be, then there's a support mechanism there at your company. Someone's going to cover for you. Yeah, some of your work may pile up a bit, but you're going to have a job to go back to when you go back. in in most cases, hopefully. So, But when you're a freelancer, you don't have that. That support system is gone. And it's all up to you. Clients could conceivably go somewhere else if you need to take time off and work with another writer and maybe like that writer better, and then you lose the uh, client. There's all kinds of things that can happen, all kinds of worries when it comes to taking time off. In fact, when I began my business... As a freelance B2B copywriter back in the 1990s, that was a real concern of mine. Anytime, you know, my my wife wanted to uh, schedule a vacation or have me take time off in the summer, uh, I was always nervous about it, simply because I didn't want to lose opportunities, didn't want to disappoint clients. I was afraid to take time off. And there's some real concerns when it comes to taking time off. Obviously, you don't want to disappoint clients. If you suddenly have to take some time off because you have an operation or some some health issue you got to deal with, or it's a holiday, you want to take a holiday, or there's a family matter that takes you away from work for a few days or a week, you don't want to disappoint clients. You want happy clients. We all want happy clients, so you don't want that. You also don't want to get into a situation where you feel rushed where you feel pressured, where you're trying to get things done, but now you have less time because you're taking time off, and you don't want to end up submitting low-quality work to clients because that can really backfire on you. And you certainly don't want to have what I call catch-up stress, where you are so tightly scheduled, and then you got to take some time off for whatever reason, and then you come back, and you got to catch up, and it's all stressful, and you're not even looking forward to going back to work because there's, there's so much catch-up to do. You don't want that. So how do you deal with this idea of taking time off when you are a freelance writer or content writer? Well, there's no perfect solution to this, but I do have some strategies that has helped me, and perhaps it can help you as well. So let me share those strategies with you. I have four to share with you. Number one, and this is probably the most important one, is you need to be realistic. You need to be very realistic. You need to be realistic about what you can get done before you, you schedule time off or before you go on sick leave or before you go on a vacation. In the days and weeks before that happens, you need to be very realistic about what you can get done. You may end up taking, up, taking on more projects, then you can handle and then you can't get them done by the time you're taking time off. And that can be very stressful and that can cause real problems with the client. So you really need to be very diligent when it comes to scheduling and very realistic about how much you can get done before you take the time off. If you're traveling to Europe for two weeks, for example, on a vacation, And let's say you're leaving on Thursday and you got work lined up and scheduled right up until Wednesday at five o'clock. Well, is that very realistic? You're going to Europe on Thursday. Do you think you're going to be doing that much on Wednesday? No, you're going to be packing on Wednesday. You're going to be searching the house for your passport on Wednesday. You're going to be making arrangements for someone to take care of your house on Wednesday. You're not going to be doing much work on Wednesday. So, thinking you can schedule a bunch of work to get done on Wednesday so you can leave on Thursday, that's unrealistic. So you need to be brutally realistic when it comes to how much work you can do in the days and weeks leading up to, the, to uh, taking time off, okay? You also need to be realistic about what you can do while you're taking time off. I know a lot of freelancers like to think they can do a little bit of work While they're taking time off, they're uh, spending a week at the cottage on a a family vacation. They think, okay, I'll take a little bit of work with me. I can probably get these few blog articles done. Maybe I can pick away at a white paper and get the white paper done by the time I get back. You know, I've tried that. (laughs) It doesn't work. Uh, You'll always overestimate how much you can get done when you're away on a vacation or a way of dealing with a family matter, or especially if it's a health issue, you're going to overestimate how much you can get done. In fact, you have to question whether you, you should be getting any work done at all. I mean, it is a vacation. Maybe you need to take that time off cleanly and not do any work. So don't expect to be able to do a lot of work when you're taking time off. Be very realistic. If you decide to do some work while taking time off, be very, very realistic about how much work you can do. It's probably a lot less than what you think you can do. Okay, And also be very careful about what you say yes to in the weeks and days before taking time off or before going on a vacation. You may get a call from a prospect that you'd love to do business with and they call you and they say, we have a white paper, we want you to do our white paper. And you're all excited and it's three days before you're leaving on a one-week vacation with your family. Well, you have to be brutally honest with that prospect. You have to tell that prospect, I would love to take on your project, really excited to work with you. I'm on vacation next week. I'm not doing any work next week. Can we start when I get back? Okay, be realistic about what you say yes to. Okay, so be realistic is is the overarching strategy here, by the way, when it comes to taking time off without losing clients or disappointing clients or causing too much stress for yourself. Another technique that works very well for me, technique number two, is to schedule a buffer day, the day before you leave and the day you get back. Now, what is a buffer day? A buffer day is a concept that I learned from a business coach uh, called Dan Sullivan. And to be honest with you, I'm not entirely clear when he defines what a buffer day is. I'm not entirely clear what he means by it. But the way that I define it, a buffer day, is an extra day where you have scheduled nothing on that day. It's just a buffer day in case you need it. So I may, if I'm leaving on a vacation on Thursday, I'll schedule Wednesday as a buffer day. And I'll schedule work as I normally schedule work right up until Tuesday. And then Wednesday is a day in case something happens, in case I don't get all my work done, in case something happens, at work that I need to deal with, in case a project came in and I want to do a little bit of it before I leave. Whatever the case may be, I have that free day, that buffer day, that's going to help me. So I'm not so tightly scheduled. And I also have one of those days when I get back. So when I get back from holiday, let's say I get back on a Friday and I want to go back to work on Monday, I'll schedule the Monday as a buffer day. I won't schedule any project work that day. That's just a free day so I can get up to speed on what I need to do on projects, so I can I ramp up to what I need to do when I get back from vacation. You know, I may have been working on a project, but it's been a week since I looked at it. I need to get up to speed on it. I have that free day to uh, that buffer day in order to do that. Okay, and it creates a lot less stress. It makes me more efficient, too. So schedule a buffer day the day before you take time off and the work day after you come back. And here is uh, strategy number three. And that is to be honest and let clients and prospects know you're taking time off. You know, a lot of freelancers are worried about telling clients they're taking a vacation. Sometimes they feel uh, like they shouldn't be taking vacations or they feel if they tell their client that they're taking a vacation or a holiday or something like that, you know, that will cause the client to feel inconvenienced. And in my experience, clients don't feel that way at all. They understand that people take holidays. Okay, So it's perfectly okay, but you need to be upfront with your client. Tell your clients and tell your active prospects that you're on vacation on such and such a date. Just let them know. Uh, Let them know that you'll be working on their project up until you leave and you'll be picking it up when you come back. Okay, Letting them know uh, solves a lot of problems. It helps manage expectations. Clients are usually okay with it. A client may come back to you and ask you if the deadline that you schedule for a project is still good, given that you're taking time off. And if it is, you let them know. If it's not, let's say you're taking time off, not because it's a scheduled vacation, but because there's a sudden health issue or a sudden family matter you need to take care of, and you're going to lose two, three, four, five days. Well, then you need to have that honest, grown-up conversation with the client. You need to tell the client what's happened, how things are, and that if you need two or uh, two or three extra days, you need to say, "I need two or three extra days." Sorry for the inconvenience. Is that going to work out for you? Okay. Just have that have that difficult conversation. Trust me, it's better to have that conversation than to try to scramble to meet a deadline that you can no longer meet simply yeah, simply because you you've you've uh, lost work days for reasons that are maybe beyond your control. Have the conversation with your client. Don't wait and then disappoint them later on. And if you're going to have that kind of conversation with the client, have that conversation on the phone. Don't just send an email. Pick up the phone. Have a real conversation with them. So that is number three. And finally, number four, there are going to be projects that you're going to be partway through, likely when you take time off. Now, ideally, you finish all your projects and they're all finished and put to bed, and then you take time off. Wouldn't that be nice? But in the real world of copywriting and content writing where we're juggling multiple projects, the chances of that happening are pretty slim. What's likely to happen is that you're gonna have a couple of projects where you're kinda halfway through on. You may have a white paper that you're halfway through on, or you may have an article that you're writing for a client, a long article, and you're you're partway through it, and then you're going to go on vacation, then you're going to pick it up, pick up that project and finish it when you get back. Now, here's a trick. If you're going to leave projects partway done, stop those projects at a point where it's easy to pick up when you come back. Let me explain what I mean. Let's say you're writing an article, a long-form article for a client or ghostwriting an article for a client and you're not going to get it done by the time you leave for vacation. So it would be a mistake to write half the article and then leave on vacation, then come back and you have half an article and you forgot what you, could, what, what you were going to say in the other half. You're like, okay, where was I going with this? Uh, <laughs> you know, it'd be very difficult to pick it up after that. So instead of doing that, maybe you should write the article in bullet points. You know, just bullet point outline the article so you have a rough outline of it. Then leave on vacation, come back, and you can easily read over those bullets and say, okay, I know exactly what I was going to write here. I can see where I was going here. Here's all the content. And you can write it that much easier. You can pick it up where you left off easier. So try to finish or finish projects partway at a spot where it's easy to pick up, pick it up, and complete it when you get back. Okay, that takes some thinking, depending on the kind of projects that you're working on. But try to finish projects in that way where it's easy to pick up and start those projects again when you get back. Otherwise, you're going to create yourself a lot of create a lot of stress for yourself when you get back because, you know, you're going to you're not going to know exactly what's happening with a particular project. You're going to forget and it might be difficult to pick it up later on. Okay, so those are the four strategies for taking time off. When uh, without losing clients, without disappointing clients, you want to be let me review. You want to be brutally realistic about what you can get done before and during the time off, especially before the time off. You want to schedule a buffer day the day before the work day before you leave and the work day before uh, after you get back. You want to uh, let your prospects and clients know about your time off. And if you need to have a difficult conversation regarding a deadline, Have that conversation on the phone with the client. And finally, you want to finish up projects that are only partway done before you leave at a spot where it's easy to start again when you get back. So those are some strategies. I hope you find it helpful. Taking time off without losing or disappointing clients and causing too much stress for yourself. So that's this week's B2B Writing Success Podcast. I'm Steve White, And if you want to check out Past episodes of this podcast, you can do so on iTunes. Just do a search for B2BWritingSuccess.com, or you can go right to B2BWritingSuccess.com, the website. And you can find all the past episodes right there. So tell, until next week, have a great week with your B2B writing or copywriting business. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Sloan White. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www. B2BWritingSuccess.com